let's take a moment to reflect on the hope of the light at the end of the tunnel as we listen to Elder Vern P. Stanfill share a lesson he learned after an adventure in Montana. Not long ago, my wife and I decided that we should more fully experience the beauty of an area close to our home in northwest Montana. We determined to take our bicycles to the Hiawatha Trail, a converted rail line that crosses the beautiful Rocky Mountains between Montana and Idaho. We anticipated a fun day with good friends, enjoying the natural beauty of the area. We knew our ride along the magnificent 15-mile trail would include trestles stretching over deep canyons and long tunnels penetrating rugged mountains. So we prepared ourselves with lights strapped to our helmets and bicycles. Those who had gone before warned us that the tunnels were dark and that we needed really strong lights. As we gathered in front of the massive stone opening of the Taft Tunnel, a caretaker explained some of the dangers of the trail, including deep ditches along the edges, rough walls, and complete darkness. Impatiently, we pushed forward into the tunnel. After we had ridden only a few minutes, the predicted darkness engulfed us. The lights I brought proved inadequate, and the darkness soon overwhelmed them. Suddenly, I began to feel anxious, confused, and disoriented. I was embarrassed to admit my anxieties to my friends and family. Although an experienced cyclist, I now felt as though I had never ridden a bicycle. I struggled to stay upright as my confusion increased. Finally, after I did express my discomfort to those around me, I was able to draw closer to the more powerful light of a friend. In fact, everyone in the group began to form a tight circle around him. By staying close to him and relying for a time on his light and the collective light of the group, we pushed deeper into the darkness of the tunnel. After what seemed like hours, I saw a pinpoint of light. Almost immediately, I began to feel reassured that all would be well. I continued to press forward, relying on both the light of my friends and the growing pinpoint of light. My confidence gradually returned as the light grew in size and intensity. Long before reaching the end of the tunnel, I no longer needed the assistance of my friends. All anxiety disappeared as we pedaled quickly towards the light. I felt calm and reassured even before we rode into the morning full of warmth and splendor. We live in a world in which we will experience challenges to our faith. We may feel confident that we are ready to face these challenges, only to find that our preparations have been insufficient. Likewise, we might feel embarrassed, uncomfortable, or confused spiritually when we encounter a challenge to our faith. Generally, the intensity and duration of these feelings will depend upon our reaction to them. If we do nothing, doubt, pride, and eventually apostasy may drive us from the light. I learned some important lessons from my experience in the tunnel. I'll share just a few of them. First, no matter how intense the darkness of doubt, we choose how long and to what extent we allow it to influence us. We must remember how much our Heavenly Father and His Son love us. They will neither abandon us nor will they allow us to become overcome if we seek their help. Remember Peter's experience in the hostile waves of the Sea of Galilee. As Peter felt the cold darkness close around him, he recognized his dilemma immediately and chose in that very moment to call out for help. 
He did not question the Savior's power to save him. He simply called out, Lord, save me. Second, we must trust in the Lord in order to develop spiritual strength within ourselves. I knew that the darkness in the tunnel would not last if I kept pedaling beside my friend and within the safety of the group. The Lord teaches us, draw near unto me, and I will draw near unto you. Seek me diligently, and you shall find me. Ask, and you shall receive. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. We must act, expecting that the Lord will fulfill his promise to lift us from the darkness if we draw near unto him. Third, there is no darkness so dense, so menacing, or so difficult that it cannot be overcome by light. Brothers and sisters, we have not been left alone to be influenced by every whim and change in the world's attitude. But we have the power to choose belief over doubt. Recognize and act upon spiritual promptings. Be obedient to God's commandments and seek personal revelation. That was an excerpt from Elder Vern P. Stanfield's talk, Choose the Light. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.